Homestyle Green, episode 82. Getting started with social media. G'day and welcome back to another episode of Homestyle Green. This is the podcast all about inspiring people to make a better place to live. Now, today's topic is social media, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this is twofold. Firstly, because I've brought a very special guest into the studio this week, who's my dear wife, Natalie Cutler-Welsh, and she's a great resource to go to if you have any questions or want to get started on social media. And secondly, the reason why I think this is an important issue is because I firmly believe that the best way to get better, more uh, more better houses, does that make sense? Better houses and more of them out uh, in the real world is to get more good clients and more of the type of people that you want to work with and to spend more of your time doing the things that you're good at, which is designing homes or design and building homes. So where does social media come into, into play? Well, that's one of the things that I talked about this week with Natalie. And it'd be great to hear your thoughts on uh, on these issues. So um, sit back, relax, or perhaps you're jogging, driving, whatever you do. I hope you enjoy this week's show. Love to hear your thoughts. Head on over to homestylegreen.com slash 82 to uh, get the show notes for this episode. And also don't forget to check out our lovely sponsors for Homestyle Green. That is Nadora. And you can find everything about them at www.energyefficienthomes.co.nz If you're looking at doing a building or a renovation, then definitely do check out Nudora. Not only for your wall systems, this is a great way to uh, include some thermal mass in your building, but it's also a great solution for insulating the edge of your perimeter slab, which if you've heard any previous topics on this show, you'll know that that's something I'm particularly passionate about. Anyway, that's enough of that for now. Uh, enjoy this episode with Natalie Cutler-Welsh, the go-to girl. Well, I have a very special guest in the studio today, Natalie Cutler-Welsh. Welcome. Thank you. Very excited to be uh, on the other end of the microphone. We've got the same name because we're married. So Natalie, tell us, uh, you've got a couple of other podcasts that you do. Yep. So um, I have two podcasts, actually. One is called If Only They Told Me. It's a parenting blog and podcast about all the things you wish you'd been told about pregnancy, parenting, and relationships. And that's that's super fun and helpful. And the other one is called Go To Girl. It's Go To Girl Social Media and Networking. And that's what I call my job. The other one's like my hobby. And, um, and, I, and I do a weekly podcast on that. So... I'll start with the question that I always ask my guests. Tell us why you do what you do. Okay. Well, I guess I'll answer that because I do numerous things, as well as being a mother of three lovely children. Um, I'm going to answer it as, as go-to girl. So why do I do what I do? Well, probably like most people that go into business for themselves, um, to help other people uh, by doing something that I love to do. And it's that whole triangle of business, right? Something that I love to do, something that I'm good at, and also something that people will pay for. And so that's why I started my business, which is called GoToGirl, social media and networking to help, um, and I say connecting women in business 
uh, and help them by making social media and networking easy, fun, and fabulous. Because a lot of people are overwhelmed by social media. They're very confused. They don't know where to put their time. They don't know if they should put money in. Um, they're baffled by the whole thing. And I just help to make that clearer, um, depending on who their target audience is, depending on their, their goal and their business model, where they should be putting their, their efforts. Cool. And so that is the topic we're going to talk about today is just social media, which I imagine probably scares a few building professionals out there. But before we get into that, I really like that concept of the what you call the perfect triangle. The that again? I didn't make it up, though. I know it's not yours. It's not mine. It's still good. Yep. So that well, if, if the the concept comes from if people are thinking of they want to go into their own business or or they don't want to work for the boss anymore, they want to work um, for themselves. They need to find it's basically the sweet spot. Uh, you know, they need to find something they're good at. This is the the intersection of something they're good at, mm-hmm. something they love to do, and this is the clincher, and something that people will pay for. And I think that would resonate with a lot of architects and designers and builders because most of them, particularly in New Zealand and Australia, are, if not working for themselves, they're working for a pretty small team. And those three things are, have got to be relevant to uh, to those people. So hopefully that's something that people, uh, professionals listening to this show can definitely relate to. Um, let's get stuck into social media. What the hell is social media? If you had to sum it, I mean, we hear it all the time, but what the heck is it? Um, social media is getting the word out mm-hmm. about whatever it may be, whether it is business or a cause that you believe in, or just showing photos of what you had for dinner, um, to the big wide world. Right. So, so it's not just Facebook. It's not just Facebook. Facebook is one of the many, many social media, they're called platforms. Um, and it, it's almost every time you turn around, there's a new platform being launched, but many that people will have heard of, of course, are you know Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, LinkedIn. Also, blogging and podcasting are also considered social media as well. Now, you mentioned posting photos of what you have for dinner. Mm. I, I imagine that that would be what a lot of people think social media is because mm-hmm. it's got a bit of a bad rap for doing uh, for some things. Why would a builder or a designer or an architect, um, whether they're uh, self-employed or working for a, a consultancy or, or doing some contract work, why should they be interested in social media? Well, you, social media is a great opportunity. Um, it also can be a potential time waster. So you really need to know where, where to focus your energy. Right. But it's definitely, there's opportunity now to really to- hone in on who you want to connect with or who you want to see Um, your offerings. Mm -hmm. Um, You can use, for example, on Facebook, uh, advertising to target your ideal client, whether that be by geography or by interests. um, You can, you can target the right people so that they see your message and basically they see how you can help them. um, If you're a designer or a builder, Facebook isn't the only one, of course, I think for me, um, you know, LinkedIn is a natural choice and um, Google plus I think would also be a great choice for people in that area. So we'll come back to maybe some of the specific platforms, but focusing on on why, because there are so many things that are keeping most builders and designers, architects really busy yep. at the moment. They've got a lot of stuff to do, compliance issues, training, uh, just getting getting the work done. Is this just adding another thing for them to have to get their heads around? <laughs> 
I think it's um, you know you can put in as little or as much as you, as you want in terms of social media. But so one of the things I mentioned was getting the word out about what you do. So basically shining the light or shouting from the rooftops a little bit about what you do. But also um, relationship building. So networking via social media is very very powerful. Um, I know a lot of work comes from word of mouth, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But very often, someone will be referred. You know, you'll refer a builder to you, and you'll and what will people do? They'll go and they'll Google them. Yep. They'll look them up, and what will come up um, will actually sway whether or not they're going to hire that person. So the professionalism of the website, yes, of course, the the look and feel of the website, the consistent branding between the website and any social media that they happen to be on, um, and they'll probably come up in the search if they are on something. The other aspect of social media, of course, is the online communities that are out there that people can join, um, whether this be to target potential clients or to engage in robust discussion or get new ideas from other people that have a similar passion, whether it be sustainable building or um, unique design, then they can engage with people who also have those interests and those skills. And also they can learn um, and and find out about other resources and articles related to their interests that they might never have come across otherwise. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned uh, consistent branding across websites and uh, yes. and social media. What's more important, website or social media? In terms of what consistent branding? Uh, no, just if I've got a limited resource, time and yeah. money, is my website as as my business? If I'm a business owner, mm-hmm. is my website more important than my Facebook page, or which way around? Back in the day, people would only have a website, right? And so you'd just look it up and that would be that. Um, but nowadays, there's many ways to be found. Um, and so I think ideally I'd say have both. I'd say have a website. And the website is almost like your business card or your brochure. You know, it, it tells um, how you can help people. It tells it has the about section and it yep. has some testimonials with some ideally with some images some faces and some quotes from actual people, not just like anonymous or not just John. Um, You can't just make them up? No, you can't just make them up. And then, of course, ideally, we want to see, people do want to see a little bit of, I call it the window behind, like the person behind the business. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I deal with people in lots of different areas, of course, you know, um, coaching and consulting and products and services. But with regards to your topic, which is architects and, and builders, I would say people, they are interested. I mean, you don't, okay, you don't have to show us what you have for dinner. That's, we don't even need to go down that road. I was wondering. But no, but what we do like to see is showcase some of the work that you've done. Mm -hmm. People love to see before and after type photos, um, maybe of, yeah. And and also they love to follow the journey. So if you are a builder and and if you are on either Facebook or Google Plus, it's a great opportunity to show the, you know, the, the before, the uh-huh. during, the after, because and people love video clips. Yep. So I really encourage people, if they are going to go on social media, whichever platform they choose, to use what I call, and I didn't coin this either, but it's called the rule of thirds. Uh-huh. Um, and so Amy Porterfield mentions this. She's a great Facebook um, guru. And so she talks about the rule of thirds, which is basically mixing it up between entertaining people with... Yep things that are funny but relevant to your topic, Um, educating. So that might be um, have a look at this great blog, have a look at this um, great blog about um, the importance of design and lighting or something like that. Um, So right, so you're basically becoming like a go-to person for relevant topics. It doesn't mean you have to have written every single blog because the trick with social media is it's about you, the business, but it's not only about you. 
Right. So that's why you can share relevant content that is um, in keeping with your, your target audience and your offering, but it's not all done by you. And the third one, of course, is the call to action. So they entertain and um, educate. And the third one is call to action. And that's when you're actually asking for the sale as such or letting them know how they can get in touch with you and what exactly specifically you can do for them. Right, right. And I try and follow that to some extent with Homestyle Greens. I have posts of mm. stuff which I I source from the internet, which I think might be interesting or educating, and then occasionally put in ones to, to link through to my email list or my content or podcasts, things like that. Um, it all sounds pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, because we've already rattled off quite a few platforms. Where should people start? If they're got, if they, I mean, I think a lot of people know they need to get something up there, but mm. where, what should they start with? Well, I think, you know, step it back a bit and think about who you would love working with. Mm. Um, you know, so and I, I've used the, the term, you know, tar, your ideal client, or yeah. you can even, if you want to go even further, you can use the term red carpet client, right. meaning that person you completely love to work with. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, who is the ideal, who is your ideal client? Where are they on social media? Right. And that's where you should be. How do you find that out? Um, well, I guess there's a few ways. I mean, it really depends on who your ideal client is. But let's just say your ideal client um, is, uh, is a woman in, you know, in her late 30s um, who's a mum, and then she'd be on Facebook. <laughs> right. So if we're talking typical young family looking at doing a renovation, yeah. one maybe in a bit incomes – um, second or third house, um, couple of kids, then Facebook. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a, a potential client, so um, you want to think about where are your people, but also you want to think about because you mentioned it's overwhelming. You want to think about how much time do you have up your sleeve to actually do this? None. Right, because Facebook. Because I'm not doing it right <laughs> now. If I if I'm putting myself in the shoes yep. of a uh, a one man band mm -hmm. designer, mm -hmm. um, I've got loads of work on. I've got lots of stuff to do just running my business and do, and trying to do good design. Yeah. I just can't squeeze all this in as well. I know. So let me just say a little something on Facebook. So Facebook, I say, is like, it's like a golden retriever puppy. You oh. need to feed it. You need to water it. You need to walk it. You need to brush it. Right? You need wow. to let it sit on your lap. All that it's jazz. Cute it's cute, but it grows really big and drools. Um, right. So the golden retriever, so Facebook is quite exhausting, especially if you're trying to do it for free, meaning you're trying to get a good reach, meaning lots of people will see your posts. Uh -huh. You're trying to get people to engage with your page in order for your reach to extend to more people yeah. by doing the rule of thirds that I mentioned earlier. So that's great, but it means it, it's a lot of posts and it's a lot of work, which is fine. Um, but if that sounds like too much, I'd say maybe look at a different platform or look at investing some money into actual targeted Facebook ads mm -hmm. where you target your ideal client. Yep. Like I mentioned, either geographically and or by interests. Um, and you can do that quite specifically using the power editor um, in Facebook. And then of course, you know, those people are going to see your posts and yep. these are called action posts, of course. And you're, you're sending them to either your website or a landing page on lead pages or whatever you're using to then capture their email address or um, get them to sign up for a free consultation or whatever it is that you're offering. Just to give an idea for those who haven't seen it, because you can be quite specific that, that marketing, can't you? That, can you give us an example of just how, how um, fine you can target 
those ads? Like how, how can you, yeah. um, is it just people in a certain country? What is it? Sure. So when you go in to do a Facebook ad, it basically now, it tries to walk you through it. Just, it says, what do you want to do? And sometimes it'll be, I want to send people, I want to increase likes on my Facebook page. Right which means you just want to have a bigger audience, more people seeing your stuff. Or maybe it says you want to send them to a website. So you might want to just be sending people to your blog. Let's say you wrote a blog about um, sustainable design and you want people to see it because it sh- showcases your expertise, it yep. increases your credibility, and then maybe they'll want to get in touch and get you to do the, your project. Okay. Um, just choose the type first. Yeah, so you can. Sh- you, so it's basically what's your goal? My yep. goal is to increase likes. No, my goal this time is to send people to my website. Okay. There's a, a few other options, but those are just two of them. Um, and then, so you choose your goal. Then you choose your six photos, or you can use two. Six is the maximum. Um, and then you choose your tagline. So what, what's the word that's going to yep. come up below it? And you have a certain word count, so you can't ramble on too much. There's also a rule about 20% text, so you can't have too many words in the photo. Make sure it's a beautiful, compelling photo. Remember, you're competing with all the other posts in the newsfeed. Right. So it needs to stand out. It needs to look... Um, enticing, but not have too right. much work text on top. Yep. Okay. Then you keep scrolling down and then you go in and you basically refine your audience. So you can say, for example, New Zealand or, or, or you could go depending where you, where you live, right? I know some of your listeners are international. So Canada or, or USA, and you um, can then go by city. You can then go by age. So for me with the parenting thing, I would choose um, parents with children age, you know, three to six or something like that. So you can really get, and and what happens is there's almost this little um, radar, this little needle that shows you when you've got it too broad or it's specific enough. And now you can proceed onward. Um, And so it's quite good like that. And the great thing is you can then tweak it. So let's say you decided to spend like, I don't know, $30 on an ad. Um, You don't need to spend masses. I mean, some people do spend $200 a day, but it depends on your business and your model. But um, let's say you spend $30 just to try it out. Yep. You choose uh, two images, same tagline, same target audience. And then after two or three days, you can go and look at your stats or even after one day and see who's clicking. And it's really interesting sometimes to see which images or which you might change the tagline, but have the same image and just see, um, you know, split testing yep. and see what, um, which one is resonating with people the most. So even doing that would be really useful, I would think, for figuring out who's paying attention to the type of thing that you're offering mm. as a builder or as a designer. Because mm. that might be a bit uh, different from what you had in mind uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and to, to figure out who's actually out there, who's in the, in the market for something that you might be able to provide as a building professional. Mm. So that in itself would be doing, uh, would be quite an interesting exercise. So that's, that's Facebook, all, the, all of that yep, stuff. Yeah, that's all Facebook stuff. Now, that there's quite a lot of um, stuff to do in there. <laughs> if uh, if someone didn't want to do that all themselves, what are their options? Or would you recommend them doing trying to do it themselves? Or would you recommend yeah. if, if I'm if I'm just if I, I don't even have a Facebook account, uh, what am I going to do? I would say you don't need to be on Facebook, but if some if some of the the discussion that we're having today makes you realize that yeah, your target audience actually is on Facebook, uh-huh. then you could look at setting up a business page, and that's pretty straightforward. I mean, you know, I can give people tips on that, but it's pretty straightforward. And then the the, the key with the doing the ad, you can certainly do it by yourself. But here's the key: is to make sure you um, tick the box that says um, a start and a finish date. 
Right. Or you tick the box that says that you have a lifetime budget. Because if you just set it to do, for, let's say, $5 a day, mm -hmm. but you never put an end date on it, it'll just keep like charging your credit card. That would be nasty. Yeah. And I think, um, <laughs> I think also if you click lifetime budget, straight away it automatically goes to like $300. So you just have to change that to like $30 or right. and then 150 That goes until that budget runs out. That's right. And so it's okay. pay-per-click. So what happens? Let's say you did $30. And every time someone clicks it, it just goes down, 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 down until the right. money's gone. So it might right. last two days. It might last two weeks. Right. So that's quite cool because at least you know you're only paying for results. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned something else um, there about pages versus uh, your… Personal profile. Right. So what's the distinction there? Okay. So on a personal profile, people become friends with you. Mm -hmm. um, and on a business page, they like your page. Right. And you can have both. Yeah. You, you need to have both. You can't set up a business page if you don't have a personal Facebook page. Right. And this is something else that's quite important. I, I noticed with some of my clients, not all of them, they really want to keep their personal Facebook page separate from their business page. Mm -hmm. And you can totally do that. Okay. So you can be anonymous. Well, meaning they're like, oh, I don't want everyone to know, see what I had for dinner. You know, I don't want everyone to yeah. see the pictures of my kids, you yeah. know, at um, yeah, the yeah. swimming pool or whatever. Yeah, because that'll get linked to everything. In well, it depends how you just need to set your personal page up with your privacy settings so that only friends. Right. can see your posts. I mean, everyone's going to be able to see your cover photo, which is the big rectangular photo that on your main page, right. and your profile picture, which is your, the little square, usually a headshot. Uh -huh. um, on your personal page. On your personal page. That's all public. And then the rest of it, you can tick the boxes as to what you want to make public and what you want to make right. private. So sometimes on my personal page, I will do a post about if only they told me or go to girl and I'll go, but I'll make it public so that anyone that goes to my personal page will see those posts. Cause I uh -huh. want those to be public. Yeah. So you right. can pick and choose the privacy setting on each particular post if you want to yeah. as well. There's a lot to cover. We haven't even talked about LinkedIn or we Google+. We haven't Plus. even talked about LinkedIn, Google+. And um, we were chatting before we recorded that uh, you, you are who Google says you are. And that's not my quote either. That's uh, one of Tim Reed from small business, big marketing, great podcasts. Uh, that's one of his favorite sayings and you will be found on the internet. And, and I think it's, it pays to um, be found in your terms. So it, I don't think you can ignore this stuff anymore. I think um, it's not, you can't have the excuse any any longer of saying, oh, I'm not really into that or I don't really do Facebook or I don't really do this. You've got to do something because Google will find you and um, <laughs> there will be something online and you don't want their first listing to be the company's register or your professional affiliation and that's it. So I, we might have to get you back on the show. Uh, to Let me just about... give one little tip about LinkedIn though. LinkedIn. Okay, go for it. Okay, so Facebook is the golden. Because LinkedIn's probably one of the key ones. Yeah, Facebook right now, is the it? golden retriever puppy, and LinkedIn. And uh, LinkedIn is it's kind of like the, um, I guess, kind of like the the cool cat a little bit because you know it's it's low, pretty low maintenance. You know, you can kind of love it and leave it to a certain extent, uh -huh. um, which I think is really cool. So on LinkedIn, which you know, you, people you often think of LinkedIn as like, oh, if you want to get a job, you know, make sure you've got your CV online. LinkedIn, right? That's fine. Like ten years ago, now people um, people search for people on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. and here I'll just give a little tip for those people that are on LinkedIn. I could spend an hour talking about it, but the, one of the things I'll say is you can um, you can 
identify your interests. So you might write down your interests like sustainability, you know, housing, um, running. It doesn't, you know, fun things as well as worky things. Um, And then what you can do is you can go and click on. So let's say Matt goes to his own page and he clicks on sustainability. Uh Click in his interests, which is down the very bottom of his profile. Click on it. It, That's a hyperlink. And what will happen is it'll bring up everybody else on LinkedIn that has, has identified sustainability or has written down sustainability as one of their own interests. Right. Which is really cool because it means you're going to come across people that are have sustainability sustainability as one of, of their job, mm-hmm. but also people that are just genuinely interested, that's potential clients right. in sustainability right. as well. Whereas if right. you just use the advanced search and type in sustainability, you're mainly going to get people that use it as part of their job description. Yep. So that might be more competitors to yourself. Right. So I guess the key takeaway there is that it is another great way to build your network. Yes. But it's also a place where, again, you will be found. You will be found. And it's great to just make sure you've completed your profile. Please put a photo in there. Do not have just the gray avatar yeah. shadow. Yeah, bad. Bad. So um, we started that by saying with your profile, I, I guess the first step is if you don't have a profile, to get one. On LinkedIn? Should everyone be on LinkedIn? Well, no. I, I mean, it really comes back to where are your people? You know, who do you love working with? Mm-hmm. Where are they on social media? Get yourself there too. Right. And then work it to a certain extent. Facebook needs lots of love and attention. LinkedIn, you can love it or leave it, but you can now blog on LinkedIn. So if you don't want to be blogging on your website because it sounds too exhausting, you can mm-hmm. do like a one-off or even like once a month or once in a blue moon blog on LinkedIn and Oh, and if you just t- like use the right words, like keywords, like sustainability, yep. eco design, building, whatever, um, it's amazing how many people will find you. Yeah, and then of course you very include very a, a URL to your website, and you're in business. We will have to get you back because we haven't touched on Google Plus or Pinterest, and I definitely want to cover those off because I think they are key platforms for uh, visual um, arts and design, mm. which. Uh, architects, designers, and builders are all very much a part of. Yeah. So either Instagram or Pinterest. Oh, um, yeah, for the visuals. Wow. Just one little more thing on on LinkedIn, though. Amazing for networking. I mentioned online communities. Amazing for just joining groups, uh, but also for networking. For example, for finding interior designers or real estate agents, um, and just a- having referrals and recommendations. I mean, if you're going to do nothing, like if you just want to do one thing and go for the easy, credible professional, I'd say go LinkedIn. Right. Where can people get in touch with you if they want some help with this stuff? Well, I have done a number of, um, so I'm on podcast number 46 this week. So I've done a number of podcasts on social media. Mm -hmm. Many of my podcasts like this one are interviews with um, fellow business owners Mm -hmm. about their journey and their learnings. But I do also have specific ones um, about, for example, Pinterest and Facebook and LinkedIn. So um, they can check those out on my website, which is gotogirl.co.nz. Yep. And it's my email is nat at gotogirl.co.nz. And And you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, Pinterest, Twitter, and Instagram. So definitely do get in touch if you'd like. Uh, a hand just to get started because I mean one of your focuses is helping people getting started right which is I think part of the biggest hurdle with this stuff because mm-hmm. it is quite overwhelming if you haven't haven't got it set up I do online workshops and I also do in-person workshops and coaching right yes what's your favorite book my favorite book is called if only they told me by Natalie Cutler Welsh and Jackie Lockington 
All right, that was a thinly veiled plug for your own book. Which is on Amazon and in local bookstores here in New Zealand, Whitcools, Paper Plus, and more. Who should read it? Who should read it? People who um, have children aged six and under, uh-huh. whether from pregnancy through to starting school. Nice. And if you're a grandparent, you're going to be seen as really cool if you give that to your daughter-in-law. And if you know someone who's in that pregnant to six-year-old category, yep. great gift. Indeed. Thank you very much. We'll schedule another time and we'll come back and uh, talk about other more uh, more platforms and, and more good ma- online marketing stuff. Yeah. And hey, actually, if people are already on social media, we would love to see, you know, see what you're doing, you know, whether it be on Pinterest, you can, um, you can write a comment on my wall, which is um, Facebook, social media, go to girl social media networking. And you can um, put put up your Pinterest um, or your Twitter handle. Let me know where you That's are. That's a great idea. Because I'd love to share some examples of good uh, profiles. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I try to keep it positive on Homestyle Green. So if you, if you know of any Good examples that you're your own. You like to um, get some ideas on your own. Then yeah, put up, pop it up there and share it. It'd be great. Awesome. Thank you. Great. Thanks for having me. Hey, well, I hope you found that chat informative and interesting. And my little triangle there, the Nat's rule of thirds, is to try and make this show entertaining and educational. And I also do have the odd call for action in there which uh, for me is to head on over to our facebook page that's facebook.com slash homestyle green leave a comment there you can also ask a question uh, and like the page that would be great to uh, to bump up our likes for this page i am also on google plus and linkedin and twitter and we mentioned a few of those other platforms i'd love to get nat back on the show and talk about those but if you are struggling a little bit and would like some help then head over to gotogirl.co.nz and Nat can if she can't help you out directly then she can certainly put you in touch with people who can that's all for this week thanks for tuning in love to hear your thoughts matthew at homestylegreen.com for now go make a better place to live